Hey there, it's Jamie Scrimger here, and you're listening to the Kick-Ass Stepmom Podcast. I'm a wife, a mom, a stepmom, a coach, a conversation opener, and a BS caller. Eight years ago, I found myself sitting on the bathroom floor, bawling my eyes out, wondering what the heck I was thinking, marrying a man with three kids and an ex-wife. Look, don't get me wrong. I was madly in love. The kids were great. But being a stepmom is, well, it's just complicated. If you know, you know. As a 26-year-old with zero experience in the parenting department, I went to the internet for support. But I was disappointed with what I found. So I decided to create the type of support I was looking for. Raw, real, solution-focused conversations about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. Life can be hard, really freaking hard. But it's entirely possible to thrive amongst the tough stuff. Each week, I will bring you tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. Let's do this. Hey, hey, so uh, we're coming up on Mother's Day weekend. So I decided to give you guys a little bonus episode. This is an interview that I did for members of the exclusive Stepmom community in my membership a couple years ago now. And it's with the one and only Michelle Dempsey. So Michelle is a freaking force. She is a mom. She is a stepmom. She is a divorce coach. She is a writer. She is the author of the book, Moms Moving On. And she is all about supporting single moms and living their best life and plowing through the tough stuff with grace. And that includes co-parenting. So this one has been behind the closed walls of the membership for a couple of years now, but today I felt called to share it with you because the conversation is fire and, you know, Mother's Day is a hot topic these days. So we talk about Mother's Day as a stepmom, if stepmoms should be celebrated, why some moms are against acknowledging stepmoms on Mother's Day, the stepkid, stepmom relationship, what we should or should not expect from our stepkids and the personal growth and emotional maturity that is required to show up as the best co-parent that you can. So this one is for the moms and the stepmoms. It is good. I don't know. I'm just jacked to share it with you guys. Now, before we get to the interview, if you haven't heard right now as a Mother's Day gift to this phenomenal community of stepmoms, I am giving a discount on enrollment into my membership. It is 30% off right now. So this is a membership for stepmoms who are looking for support and advice, who want to connect with me one-on-one in the forum and on my office hours, who are looking for exclusive content and coaching that I don't share anywhere else, and who want to connect with other like-minded stepmoms. You also get access to a library of content and interviews with experts like blended family estate planners and lawyers and sex experts and relationship experts and stepmom coaches. Like there are so many great expert interviews in this space. So I'm inviting you to join. If you are ready, head on over to jamiescrimger.com forward slash membership. Use the code Mother's Day to get the discount and I'll see you in the exclusive stepmom community. Let's dive in. Michelle, welcome to the community. Hello to my favorite stepmom. Hello to my favorite wife, <laughs> mom, yeah. also stepmom, fellow stepmom. I love your work. I love everything you do. I'm pretty sure my community is familiar with you, but for those who may not be, can you give us a bit of a lowdown on who you are, what you got going on? Yes, I am Michelle Dempsey-Moltak. 
um, that Moltec is my second marriage last name. So I'm just like racking them on. I'm a writer. That's how I started this whole like divorce community thing was by um, having been writing for mommy publications like Steering Mommy and Parents and then getting divorced when my daughter was two. I shifted my content to really focus on what I was going through almost as like a call to action. Like, hello, is anybody else out there? That has been the catalyst for, I think, the growth in my own community on Instagram and my membership community, as well as so many other people now coming out and publicly like trying to normalize divorce, which I think is fantastic. I am a certified divorce specialist and a divorce coach. I'm an author. I have my first book coming out with Simon & Schuster later on this year. I'm thrilled. And um, it's really going to be a prescriptive how-to guide for moms getting divorced. Because I did the research, Jamie, and everything was like, for women, you know, our mom's ages and no disrespect, but there was nothing for that young mom to have like a what to expect when you're getting divorced. And so I created it and I'm so excited to get it out there. Well, I'm so excited for you to get out there too. You know what? As much as we've come so far in terms of like talking about step parenting, blood and families, divorce and all of that, it's still, there's still such a stigma. There's still that lack of support and real conversations about how this feels. Mm-hmm. And I love that, you know, you're doing it from that side. I love how we kind of compliment each other in terms of our content and that kind of stuff. So what I wanted to talk about today was Mother's Day. It is May and Mother's Day is in May and it is Mm -hmm. such a hard time for stepmoms. Yeah. A lot of stepmoms really struggle with Mother's Day. I'll tell you, my um, traffic goes up like crazy on Mother's Day. People are like searching stepmoms on Mother's Day. Should a stepmom be celebrated on Mother's Day? All of these things. And so I would really love to get your take on this conversation from the mom's perspective. So you're a stepmom and then your mom. Does your daughter have a stepmom? No, she does not. No, she doesn't. Okay. You know what? I wish she did. I pray every day that her father would meet somebody <laughs> and get married and, and give that sweet little girl a stepmom because yeah. I had a stepmom growing up and mm-hmm. I understand the value in having a motherly presence no matter where you are. Like divorce is tough. Shuffling between two homes is tough. And I remember as much as I hated going to my dad's house, I loved my stepmom. Like she was sweet. She always put me before my dad. Like if my dad said, we're going to go do this, she would always stop and say, well, what does Michelle want to do? And she was really the reason why I felt comfortable at all going to my dad's for as long as I did. And that stuck with me into my own stepmom experience. And so I think, hell yes, stepmoms should be celebrated. But here's the problem. I don't have to tell you. When bio mom gets wind of their child celebrating stepmom, it causes tension and it can cause the child to, you know, be stuck in this loyalty bind Mm -hmm. of if I celebrate this other person, will I upset my mom? And so this is where it becomes bio mom's job to say, hey, your stepmom does such a great job taking care of you when you're with daddy. Why don't you make her a little card or something? You know, it's not about the gift. It's about the thought. But how do we get them to do that? I don't know. I'm still working on it. <laughs> There's so many stepmoms that I talk to and they're like, yeah, my uh, husband or my husband's ex has the kids do something for me. And then there's so many stepmoms who are like, if we did, it would cause such an issue. What do you think the difference is between those two moms? So the moms who are 
like, yes, your stepmom does a lot for you. You need to celebrate her. You need to acknowledge her. And then the moms who are like, I am your mom. I do not want you celebrating. Like, she needs to know her place. She is not their mom, blah, blah, blah. The difference is, and I believe there are two types of women in divorce. There is the emotionally evolved, grown and flown woman. And then there is the woman who is still stuck in her pain and resentment and insecurity. And that latter mom is never going to be the one who sees the value in uniting instead of dividing. And it's really sad for that person. And it's also sad for the children. But the woman who is emotionally evolved enough to say, okay, this marriage didn't work out. It is what it is. This other woman is in your life now. Let's build her up for nothing more than it's going to help her relate to my child more. You know, it's, it's about putting the kids first, but that, that mom who just can't get out of her own pain and resentment is never going to be able to take what I call, you know, the co-parenting high road. And so if you're a stepmom in that situation, actually, does your stepdaughter celebrate you? Yeah. I mean, my husband will have her fill out a card, you know, she's not like putting streamers all over the house, but granted that's not her personality to begin with. Her and I have a very close and unique relationship because of what I knew from my own stepmom experience. And I've always given her the space to be daddy's number one. I've never tried to be like in between them. When I first started dating my husband and he would invite me to everything they were doing, I would say, let me know if she wants me there. I would wait till she would lead so that she never felt like I was like invading because she's an only child and super close to her dad. So with that, we formed this really special relationship where she tells me everything. Like her mom sometimes comes to me and is like, what is Jolie telling you about, you know, Mm -hmm. 14 now and like teenagers are doing things every year. She'll write me something either on my birthday or mother's day that blows me away. And it will be like natural from the heart. Like I, one year it was like, I love you so much. Thank you for everything you do for me because I work my ass off to do everything she needs and more in this house. That meant so much to me. And then another time she wrote me something and my husband just stood there almost with tears in his eyes. He's like, I didn't even prompt this one. And so she's in my life four years now. And we're at a place where like, she does acknowledge and honor me. She doesn't really need a push anymore. And she also doesn't give a shit what her mom thinks or feels at this point. Yeah. And that's amazing. Your, did your partner at the very beginning basically say, you know, this is what we're doing for Mother's Day. Like, like let just kind of not just helping forge that relationship, if you will. Well, you know, I don't spend Mother's Day with my stepdaughter because she goes mm-hmm. to her mom. Yeah. But we'll always celebrate the day before or day after. And on actual Mother's Day, I'm with my child and my husband. And he always makes it special. But she'll always, you know, she'll always give me something the night before or the day after. And the first Mother's Day, you know, I wasn't her stepmom yet. So it was like awkward. So I don't think there was anything more than just like a happy Mother's Day and a hug. But then after Mm -hmm. that, when we were engaged and getting married, it became more of like a a thing to acknowledge. Yeah. And you know what I love there is that your, your partner has supported that and encouraged that. And I think that's where a lot of stepmoms really struggle because, you know, Mother's Day comes along, there's no phone call, there's no text message, there's no anything. And their husband doesn't even say anything to them, their partner doesn't say anything to them, and they're just like, what the hell? Like, I feel like I give and give and give. I'm the mother 
right? I play the mother role in this home and then I'm not acknowledged. And I think that just kind of adds on to stepmom's feeling like I'm good enough until I'm not, you know, you're good enough for the nitty gritty. But then when it comes down to those glory moments, you need to step back and know your place. What advice do you have for stepmoms who are feeling this way and want to communicate that to their partner and, and say to their partner, you know, this is important to me without causing a conflict or without, you know, you just like the awkwardness around that. Cause I think a lot of stepmoms or a lot of women in general, I don't know about you. Sometimes I just assume my husband knows what I want and I need. And I realize very quickly that no, you need to communicate what's important to you yeah. and your expectations around these days, because even some moms or some some moms don't care about Mother's Day. Like their whole family is just part of their family tradition where they just don't even really have a tradition. It's not a big deal to them. Whereas other families, it's like this big, huge thing, right? Like I do think we need to recognize just the differences in the way that different families look at these things. So what's your, that's loaded, but what's your advice for stepmoms who want to communicate that to their partner? Well, I think you said the magic word in their expectations. I think you need to lower your expectations and check yourself. This situation was not something that the children wanted. And it is not your stepchildren's job to celebrate you. Like they don't have to love you. They they have to respect you and, and they have to at least pretend to like you. But they roll your eyes around the corner. Yeah. Well, go home and talk your shit. Don't do it here. But yeah. I think, you know, for me, my success in step parenting has very much been. I speak when spoken to. I don't discipline. I'm there as a listening ear. I'm there for whatever she needs. But I've never once expected for her to like come and cuddle up with me and treat me like her mom. And I Mm -hmm. think that's where a lot of people get disappointed when they have this idea or they romanticize what the relationship is going to be with this other person's children. And then it's not like that. And they don't know who to be mad at. It's not really anybody's fault. This is really new territory for kids and so much for them to get used to. So, you know, there have been times where I want to talk to my husband about the fact that like, you know, it was my birthday dinner and our step, my stepdaughter wasn't supposed to be with us that night, but I wanted her to be and be part of dinner. And my, I think my husband like didn't even think of asking his ex to switch nights or whatever. And I'm like, you know, why is that? Yeah. I was, I was really upset about that. And then, and To bring something up to your partner, you said it also, like, they probably don't know how you feel. And he was like, you know, I wasn't sure if you wanted her there, if it was the right place or if it was worth the fight with my ex. But next time, please tell me because I'll make it happen. And if you can deliver, you know, without emotion, because don't forget that their children are their soft spots and they're going to get defensive. If you can really deliver the message with as little emotion as possible and just say, hey, next time, here's what I would like. And don't stomp your feet because you were expecting something because nobody can read your mind. I think that's the best way to go about it. There's no like blueprint for step parenting. And you have to take each situation as it comes and realize that like blending a family does not happen overnight. I want to say it took us two years before we felt like family where we know knew like who was waking up when and who needed the eggs in the morning and who needed to not be spoken to in the morning. Like we all learned, we grew together, but it takes time. Yeah. And I'll even say, you know, we're now at, we're at eight years and we're just at this point now where I'm like, wow, we've really found our groove. Like we're, 
and and it's like ebbed and flowed throughout this this period of time as you know the kids grow up and teenagers and all the things time really does help you find your groove in that but you can't find that groove without that communication piece. Like you truly can't. Because if something's bothering you two years in or one year in, it's, if you do not address it and, and communicate how that makes you feel, it's still going to bug you at six years. And it's, it's going to like all that resentment is going to pile up. And but the one example done. I always have too is so I was driving with my stepson a couple of years ago. And I said to him like, hey, what do you want to do for your dad for Father's Day? He's like, Father's Day? When's Father's Day? Sunday. Remember last week I told you it's Father's Day? Oh, yeah. So what do you want to do? And I was taking the lead on that, right? If I didn't take the lead on that, he would not have anything for his father on Father's Day. And he is extremely close with his father, right? You know, so sometimes I think it's also important to remember the children are are relying on the adults in their lives for cues on how to navigate these things. So if no one has said anything to them, then it is what it is, right? That they, they haven't been told, so they don't know. Right. You can't rely on the kids. And, you know, it's it's weird for them. I, I got to say, having been in that space, like I remember giving love and attention to my stepmom because I truly loved her, but like the whole time feeling so guilty. And my mom wasn't even the type to like badmouth her. And I still felt like I was doing something wrong. So mm-hmm. you have to, you know, understand that, Kids between, if they're under five, nobody, they don't care. But kids between the ages of like five and when they go to college, they're going to have weird feelings about it, no matter how comfortable they are. So I really, it really is the other parent's job to sort of step in and lay the expectation out. But I also don't think kids to be should be forced. You know, I remember my mom dated somebody before she married my stepdad and I hated him. And I felt like she was trying to like force him on me and make, make me treat him like he was my dad. And he was like disciplining me. And I didn't even like know who he was. And I, I remember that feeling so forced and unnatural and it was terrible for me. Yeah. 100%. It really comes down to the relationship too, right? Kids get to decide how they feel about you. They 100% get to decide how they feel about you. And the other thing I think is also important to remember. So if they're with their mom on mother's day and their mom, you are a trigger for her. Maybe, you know, it's she's obviously not in the place where she's accepting of you. They're not going to stop and text you happy Mother's Day if it's going to trigger their mom. I think a lot of stepmoms are in these high conflict situations and they're waiting for their stepkids to do something when they're at their mom's house. Don't get into that expectation. Don't get into that headspace stop and say, you know what, I'm just glad she's not putting herself in a position where she's feeling uncomfortable or it's going to get awkward over there or she's going to have to have an uncomfortable conversation with her mom or feel like she's doing something wrong. Exactly. Right? On the contrary, you should be, as the stepmom, in the days leading up to Mother's Day, you should be taking your stepchild to buy the cards or what is mommy like or let's get her that Starbucks gift card because we know she loves coffee so much. You should be the one encouraging it and really not expecting anything in return because, you know, that's where well, expectation is the root of all heartache. Well, it's not even about ex- expecting anything in return or even expecting a thank you. Like I have done so many awesome gifts, like helped my stepkids get these gifts, which was me kind of help basically doing it like massages and pedicures and photo shoots, like mother daughter photo shoots and stuff like that. Never have received a thank you, never have received any acknowledgement. And I didn't do it expecting that. Right. Right? Because you're evolved. You're emotionally evolved. 
Well, the goal, well, thank you. Uh, but the goal here is to teach them and model to them how to treat people or treat, you know, their mom or treat the people in their lives and how to celebrate them. Like you want to teach them that life skill. So it's it's not about you giving her a gift. Like you don't need to give her a gift. This gift is from the kids and, and you're supporting them and doing that. Yes. Yeah. And you're teaching them the golden rule and to be kind. And mm-hmm. if someone's in your life that you appreciate, it is nice to acknowledge them. I mean, that's the, that's the foundation for how I live my life. And I teach my daughter to live hers. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes she'll say, why are you so nice to people who aren't that nice to you? And I say, because I treat people how I want to be treated. And if they don't feel like treating me the same way, then, you know, that's on them. I don't care. Yeah. The way people treat you is more about them than it is about you. 100%. All right. So last question for you. So say you have a stepmom who is like, okay, guys, I get it. This is great. All these things I know. However, every Mother's Day, I feel this pit in my stomach or I feel like I'm never going to be good enough or I feel left out or like an outsider. All the crazy emotions that we, you know, kind of go through as stepmoms from time to time. What advice do you have for them on this day to kind of get them through that? I think the best advice I can give is communicate with your spouse. If you know that you're going to be feeling some type of way and it is a trigger for you for whatever reason, let your spouse know, hey, I know the kids are going to be with their mom, but I I feel a sense of loss on this day because they're not here, especially when I love them so much. What can we do to celebrate you and I? Don't ignore the fact that you want to be celebrated. Like you feel how you feel. If you don't communicate it, it's, it's nobody's fault but your own. And also just Remember that if you have a good relationship with your stepchildren, that in itself is a blessing and a gift every single day because a not good one could be a nightmare for you day in and day out. So appreciate what you do have, where you are at this point in your life, and let your partner know like, hey, they may not be here to acknowledge me, but like, what can we do to acknowledge me? And I guarantee he's not going to say no. Yeah. Can we have a nice dinner? Can we go for a walk? Or I love planning Mother's Day. Before we had Reese, Darren and I would do something together. We would kind of take control of that day mm-hmm. so that there was a plan, right? I love having a plan so you're not sitting around scrolling through your news feed, looking at everyone else's Mother's Day posts and you know feeling that sense of loss. Like Make a plan so that you can set yourself up for success and for a good day, Yeah, whatever I, that looks yeah. like. For as long as I've been a mom, which is six years now, I have always hosted a Mother's Day brunch. Mm -hmm. I invite all of the moms in my family. I love to entertain and I go over the top. And so I make my house look like, you know, the Mad Hatter's tea party. And I just, and I'm not expecting, nobody buys me gifts anymore. For I I don't know why. I think people think I'm so self-sufficient that like my mom doesn't need to buy me something. She'll ask me and I'll be like, you know, that expensive purse. And she's like, yeah, just kidding. I didn't really want to get you anything, but I don't care. For me, it's, I love having the women in my life around me and that's how I choose to celebrate. And my husband like helps me with this girly party and is very generous in terms of acknowledging me because he knows that my daughter's father is certainly not not acknowledging me on Mother's Day or saying thanks for birthing our child. So, you know, I make it what I want it to be. I want it to be a day of celebration. I want it to be girly and frilly and pretty and all of those things. And I do that. Yeah. And it's all about taking control of your emotions, of your expectations, communicating, and just knowing that as time goes on, it does get easier, right? Like it really, really does. My last piece of advice, so is don't wake up and go through the whole day if you're feeling sad or pissed or unappreciated and just hang out there all day, 
right? Because I think there's a lot of moms and stepmoms who are disappointed with how Mother's Day turns out. And all day, they're just like waiting for someone to do something for them or waiting for the text or waiting for them to acknowledge it. And then it doesn't happen. And then at seven, they just show how really pissed they are, right? Like, don't do that. That's not productive. And it's not putting out good energy into the family you've worked so hard to create. Mm-hmm. 100%. Amazing. Any last words for anyone on Mother's Day? Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Stepmomming is a thankless job. It's like you're always between a rock and a hard place. I get it. As much as you do the right thing, no good deed goes unpunished, right? If you're too nice, you're doing too much. If you're not nice enough, you're the bitch stepmom. Just keep doing in your mom gut what you think is right and just ignore the bullshit. Focus on what goes in under your roof. Mm-hmm. in your family and be grateful for it because it's a great opportunity and and you've probably come a long way to get to the place that you're at. 100%. Where can everyone find you, Michelle? I'm on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey, the same on um, Facebook and Twitter. Um, my book, uh, Mom's Moving On, Real Life Advice for Conquering Divorce, Co-Parenting Through Conflict and Becoming Your Best Self is now available on Amazon. So I hope you check it out. And the podcast which is like my favorite thing in the world is also called Moms Moving On. Yeah. And we are going to link everything for you. You and I did an episode on the podcast and you've been on my podcast as well. So link those episodes. Love chatting with you. You are. Thank you, Jamie. You Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. I want to, I want to hop on a plane and come to your tea party. Anytime. Yeah. Let, to casa. Thank you Anytime. so much. Happy Mother's Day, Michelle. Thank you. You as well. That's it for this one. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, and if the podcast has been resonating with you, I would be forever grateful if you would head on over to iTunes and give the show a rating and a review. And if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, be sure to send it their way. Now, if you are craving more, head to my website, jamiescrimger.com. There are lots of blog posts and podcast episodes and resources available for you over there. And if you really want to dive in, I do take on a limited number of coaching clients every month. So you can book one call or work with me for three months. Either way, we will create an individualized plan for your unique stepfamily situation. Remember, sitting around biatching about how hard being a stepmom is won't make being a stepmom any easier. If you want change in your life, it has to start with you. Chat with you next week.